This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. I now have a privilege of being able to have on the air and uh, ringing in is Rod White. So good morning to you, Rod. Hey, how are things? Very well. Thank you for coming in uh, on the line this morning. I didn't drag you into the studio because I knew you probably wouldn't be able to bed at this time in the morning and get on your bike yeah. down to the studio. So I've taken the privilege to be able to um, give you a little uh, space on the air from wherever you are. I presume you're at home, are you? Yes, yes, that's correct, yep. So Rod is the uh, senior commercial broker for uh, Rothbury's and uh, has a lot of experience relating to insurance. Uh, you've been around for a few years now, Rod? Yeah, yeah, no, I uh, actually I was doing a bit of a um, buyer the other day. Yeah, it's been yeah over thirty years, which is is quite amazing. Oh, when think about it now. So you'll have actually seen quite a lot of uh, change in the insurance industry. Lots and lots of changes. But then again, uh, lots and lots of things that have stayed pretty similar as well. But uh, right, yeah, no, there certainly has been some uh, some interesting things happening over the last thirty years. That's for sure. Yeah. So, Rod, there's been a lot of publicity sort of uh, circulating around, um, probably over the last two or three years, around sort of climate change, natural disasters, and the old insurance industry has been given a fairly sort of um, beating over the last probably two or three years. Is, is this something that, from your 30 years, you've noticed a, a more natural disaster um, sort of a claims situation than that you would have found in recent time? Oh, oh most definitely. Um, it, it's, been, it's been interesting. Insurance is one of those things that um, it's like everything. Nobody, nobody actually wants to pay for their, their insurance when they get the bill, that's for sure. But uh, when they do have these... Um, Disasters and weather events—it's the—it's the first thing front in mind um, that people that people cling to, right? And it's—it's uh, it's really is a—you know—it's a vital cog in, in, in everybody's um, lives that own you know valuable assets, and um, we've seen more and more of, of of how it all works over the years. Right. So I'm sort of rather surprised, but not, when we have these sort of natural disasters. It's still many people don't seem to um, have insurance either on their house or contents. Is that sort of mainly because people feel uh, the cost of insurance is just beyond their sort of uh, pocket, or is there other reasons do you think that people don't insure? Yeah, I think I think the main thing is affordability. Obviously, you know, um, insurance is one of those things that you know it may or may not be used. So, you know, it, uh, on some people's priorities, it, it's not a huge thing. They think you know it'll never happen to me syndrome. Right. But unfortunately, um, we see where it does happen to me. Yeah. And um, you know, you see in these weather events, you see people. You know, they they own property near rivers, and that then they have these major floods. And the first thing they say is, "Oh, you know, we don't." We don't have any insurance, and they expect the government and the, the community to to help them out. Right. Um, we didn't sort of preempt any of the questions, so you're you're getting all this off the cuff. So I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> so when it comes to just give listeners a little bit of a brief in the sense that if. Um, a disaster does occur and their properties um, affected. Where does the um, earthquake and war come into it? 
Yeah, there was a, it, there is quite, there is quite more. It's more designed for um, what they call natural disasters. So that's your, um, <clears throat> that's your, you know, your, your earthquakes, your tsunamis, and your volcanic eruptions. Um, EQC was a um, an insurer formed by the government years ago to pick up these sort of risks, um, and more and more, uh, uh, it's crossing over into the insurance industry as well to top up. Right. Um, these sort of events and generally um, what's actually happened recently is now that uh, the EQC has handed over all the claims handling ability over to the private insurers. They're just going to fund it and uh, private insurers now will take over the whole um, natural disaster claim on, on behalf of both themselves and the insurance companies. Right. Which is a, which is a good move. Yes. So I've got Rod White. He's double a, handling. Sorry. No. Sorry, Rod. Uh, Rod That's White, right. a senior commercial um, broker with Rothfries. Um, the other thing, Rod, that seems to have come into the space in recent times is cyber security. Now, does it in some way, um, does the insurance industry get involved in that sort of cyber security protection? Yeah, they have. They have um, over the last few years. Um, the insurance industry has um, has seen a, a cyber risks as a new as a new market and a new risk that uh, a lot of businesses face. And um, to be fair, it was a lot of um, a lot of unknown um, out there into as a type of risks that uh, that do people face from cyber. Um, attacks and um, what's actually happened is that there was a very good offerings made by all the insurance companies in the cyber space but recently due to the um, increase in these attacks and the different types of attacks that are occurring the insurance market now is having a, a, um, a very long look at the type of insurance offering um, in this space and um, we're seeing some Major changes now um, within the insurance industry. Um, they're looking at um, basically uh, reducing cover and increasing premiums, as you can imagine. Right. Quite high-profile high cyber attacks recently. Right. Rod, some of my experience with you was to do with the non-for-profit sector, and I think a lot of the insurance, um, you know, there was governance liability or professional liability, and I think you're pretty strong on making sure that some of the particular non-profit sector, I know you're sort of dealing with a lot of commercial clients, but it, it is important for a lot of governance um, uh, committees to be really quite aware of what they need to be considering when they're insuring for um, you know professional liability etc is that something that you're still quite um, strong on yeah yeah that's something that we've been um, obviously between uh, we've been doing that for quite a few years now and it's really um, a lot of education in that in that um, sector um, you know obviously a lot of these committees and um, organisations, they you know they face the same risks as any other commercial operation out there, and mm. um, I know a lot of uh, recently there's been a lot of governance um, in this area where you know these sort of insurance covers are now mandatory for for all committees and organisations, right? And it's sort of um, a new space for them as well. So, uh, but you know there is there's definitely um, you know, they do face the same risks yeah. as a normal commercial operation. 
So there's no shortcuts, really, is there? And when in some respects, no, not now. No. Uh, no. So Rod, there was I may be wrong, but I thought in uh, recent weeks there'd been some uh, commission around insurance language or plain language in insurance policies. Is that something I may have dreamt, or has there been some sort of a review as to making um, insurance policies a bit more sort of um, user friendly? Yes, that, no, yeah, no, you're totally correct there, Alan. No, they are. They all all the insurance companies uh, are looking at um, uh, redeveloping their policies into plain English, making it a lot easier to understand. Um, there's a big emphasis recently in the insurance industry on um, consumer protection. Right. That's uh, that all stemmed back from the Royal Commission over in Australia. And they, they re, it's all about consumer protection and um, the whole insurance industry, particularly in the brokering market, have had to all, um, there's now minimum qualifications that we have to have to be able to actually work within the industry now, which has been a huge um, move in that area. And the insurance companies have, you know, um, they have to look at the policies they provide to make sure that they actually work for the consumer and there's no hidden costs right. and um, fish hooks, so to speak. Right. So I've got Rod White on the line. He's a senior commercial broker for Rothbury's. Um, Rod, the other thing that I seem to have been experiencing in my own uh, personal uh, insurance space is the competitive nature of insurance. That seems to be something that... Uh, people sort of need, well, shouldn't be promoting a shop around, but there seems to be some competitive um, expression out there in the marketplace. Would that be fair comment? Yeah, it's the same as most industries. You'll see recently the food industry with the supermarkets, uh, they're having the two supermarkets, and it's very similar for the insurance industry as well. There seems to, there's um, obviously a lot of brands out there, but to be fair, there's only really two major insurers that actually operate within New Zealand and they ha- they each own three or four brands each. So when you think you're shopping around, you're actually de- you are dealing with the same insurer um, just under a different brand. But in saying that, each, you know, each brand does uh, have to run their own book of business and, you know, there is, there is still that competition factor out there, which is, which is good. Um, <laughs> And you know they, a lot of insurance companies now are realizing that affordability is becoming an issue. So they are looking at um, different options, you know, for consumers um, wow. to still be able to afford insurance, but maybe mm. taking some of the risk themselves mm. through voluntary excesses or right. um, or dampen down cover, so to speak. Face-to-face accessibility seems to be uh, something I've noticed uh, recently where a lot of um, branches have closed and so that sort of personal contact uh, makes it a little bit more um, difficult, but like the banks too, you know, they've sort of retrenched out of closing branches. Is that sort of the trend? It seems that you either have to go online to uh, obtain some sort of an insurance package and that's probably quite noticeable, I'm sure, that you've seen over the last 30 years. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the biggest uh, the biggest um, change in the insurance industry that that, that I have seen is um, to give you an example. I worked for a small insurance company when I first started out here in Dunedin, and it had a staff of twenty five 
um, people here in Dunedin, and now it, it now it doesn't have anybody. Um, is uh, uh, and a lot of the all well, pretty much all the insurance companies now have gone to the 0800 number or online. Um, do it, you know, which mm. is an ideal. You know, um, particularly if you're doing it yourself online, because you don't know what you're actually. Uh, most consumers don't really have an idea of what mm. they really need. Um, so, advice, insurance advice, is is very important, um, and that's where I right. guess the um, brokerage market is trying to fill that gap. Yeah. Well, time's nearly up, Rod. So, uh, Rothbury's, uh, what just briefly do you offer as um, a service to the consumer? Well, basically, Rothbury's, we, we have an office here uh, in Dunedin. We have offices from Invercargill all the way up up to the top of the North Island. And basically, what we do is we offer a full service um, and insurance advice in both the commercial and domestic market. Uh, we have our own in-house claims handling team and who handle all claims on, on the consumer's behalf as well. So it's really, um, it's, it's the full service. You're only dealing with the one company and you, we have offered, you know, you can still come in and, and talk to us or you can ring us on the phone. Um, and Do you have a number that you could um, give us? Ah, uh, yeah. Well, you could you can get us. I'll give you an 0800 number for. Uh, I'll give you an 0800 number. You can ring us on 0800 855 455. Great. Well, you can get a personal endorsement from me uh, because I've uh, certainly seen <laughs> seen your um, services and uh, the uh, staff that you have and yourself personally have provided some really uh, top-notch five-star um, advice and I think that, um, you know, people, if they really want to get some really good um, insurance advice, then uh, you, you're the man. Oh, thanks, Alan. And lastly, too, one of the things um, I really want to push out there, too, as well, is that we are seeing a lot of underinsurance, particularly in the house market. Um, so I would really, really advise every all, all your listeners to to check the value of their house um, to make sure that they've got enough money yeah. to replace their house if they lost it, because that, that's probably one of the biggest uh, problems that we're seeing. Right. In that particular area. Yep, great. 500000 isn't going to replace your house anymore. No, that's for sure. For the properties that have been <laughs> going on the market around our area, it's a bit staggering, really. Yeah. All right, Rod. Well, look, uh, that's Rod White, a senior c- uh, commercial broker with Rothbury's. Um, I thank you, Rod, for giving the time, and I know you're probably just ready to put your golf clubs in the car and off down to the golf course. Not today, not today. No, no a wee bit to do today, but... Um, <laughs> No, maybe in the weekend have a bit of a hit, but it, uh, it, it, I'm still not very good on it. If I was very good at it, you'd see me playing at the Olympics. <laughs> good man. Oh, well, look, uh, all, okay, the, all, the, all the best, and uh, thank you for your time. See you, mate. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Alan. Bye. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On the Air.